Hi, people, and hello, my Chili Con Carnage crew. It is Chili here from Live Listener Race, and I have a band for you guys to check out. This is an interview with Afghan Hayes. They are a band from Connecticut, USA. Guys, welcome to the show. Hello, buddy. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers again. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's always good to see you. Oh, look at that. Drink it in unison. I love it. I love it. Guys... <laughs> If you would like to introduce yourselves to the crowd. Yeah, I'm Paul. I'm the drummer. John Harrison, I play guitar. Eric, I play bass. Uh, I do vocal. Nice. Now, the big question of the day, vinyls, CDs, or streaming, what do you guys like to listen to? What I like to listen to is vinyl. Hell That's yeah. For choice because I love the dynamics of it. Definitely. Vinyl is a good one to like listen to. And you guys have a lot of vinyls. Mm. <laughs> I like it. Uh for me it's all of the above. I think there's a time and a place for 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 all three or yep. more. So <laughs> <laughs> what would be what would be the fourth though? Cassette. Uh, oh! Cassette. <laughs> Well played, sir. Well played. He's got gotcha. you. God damn it. I'm out. Eight track. Oh, well, man. All right. Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> Laserdisc next. I do. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm for everything, man. I download music every fucking day. I have a shit ton of vinyl, so I'm listening to music all the time. It's what, however, you get my hands on music is I'm cool. I'm cool. Not eight track, not cassette. Sorry, guys. I know. <laughs> I still like cassette. Like, if you get a good, like, black metal album on cassette, there's something, like, magical about that. You know what I mean? Uh, certain genres that lend themselves to, okay. you know, you yeah, listen to, like... that analog kind of recording. Yeah. That, like, cuts through. Well, it's yeah. that, I mean, like, you know, and then, uh, like, vinyl and tape obviously sound like that, and but, you know, digital definitely for uh, convenience sake, you know, that's always nice and easy. So. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's, that's a really good point. I did not even consider that. Cassette for black metal people. You heard it from Paul. Gotta be beautiful, man. Yeah. Now, Afghan Hayes is a name that might be familiar to some people already for various reasons. Is there a story behind the name Afghan Hayes? Uh, the name pretty much came up with uh, our old drummer Randy calling me on the phone and saying we need to find a band name real quick. And I was looking through weed strain names, and Afghan <laughs> Hayes was one of the names. Uh, Alaskan Thunderfuck was the other one, and Alaskan <laughs> Thunderfuck was just seemed a little too long, so Afghan Hayes rolled off the tongue right, and we just went with that. <laughs> nice, uh, mellow weed strain, so Afghan Hayes it was. Oh, God, imagine if it was Alaskan Thunderfuck. That sounds like a weed strain that would just put you on your ass. Probably. You know what? i got to hunt that down, man. I'm surprised <laughs> we don't have that yet. You know what? We are going to write a song now called... I think it should be like one of those jam bands. Ah. <laughs> there we go future song title coming up people you heard it here first <laughs> nihilistic stoner hymns is your first album and it aptly describes the band i reckon but if someone asked you how to describe your band's musical style how would you respond what that? we don't really have one so psychedelic yeah. crazy Heavy. There's no rules, man. It's just is what it is. We jump around. We don't. There's no 
There's no rhyme or reason. We have but a lot of like years and influences, and they just kind of come out. Yeah, seeing as the music's mainly made up by just kind of jamming and just freeform, it's. And you know, I it, said it before, and I'll say it again. Somebody did a review of us, and they said the same thing. Like, I don't really know what to call this band. I would call it evil, louder than hell, psychedelic doom. And when I heard that, I was like, fucking it's spot on. Buddy. That was great. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. kind of encapsulates everything. Like, if you're going <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just, we just jam stuff out. So you kind of come up with a hardcore kind of riff that maybe goes into a bluesy kind of riff that becomes a sludgy stoner riff. Nothing is yeah. contrived. Yeah, Nothing just, is like reset, like let's sound like this, let's sound like that. Whatever just it's, feels it's, right, it's, you roll just, with it. Yeah. Really like John will come up with like just a riff. Like and, and it just goes from there. You build know, off that. You know the story. Oh yeah, man! Like organic bands are just perfect. Like if you can get into a room and just jam together, it's perfect. It's a recipe. For... Yeah. I, I've been in like quite a few bands, and like this one, just I just hands down like it's. I, I, what, what 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 can I say? You know, we're a group of friends that like hang out and mm-hmm. talk shit. We just hang out and like music yeah. happens. We drink beer, smoke <laughs> weed, we jam. Yeah. Like uh it's more of a just hangout session. Yeah. Then we make wonderful beautiful music. That's yeah. Yeah. Walk- and Satan. <laughs> well Satan, of course. <laughs> Pretty much yeah, like back to the, like for the nihilistic album, most of those songs he'd go out and take a piss. Me and Randy would jam. He'd I'd come hang- in and go, Holy fuck, what the fuck was that? And we'd I'd hang back and like yeah. listen to what was going on. And then like when I figured out that like they had it like kind of solidified more or less just like i already had like a baseline in my head mm. and just go grab my bass and play and shit sometimes we'd have like three songs but yeah we, we'd go to practice like the three or four songs that we had and like have three or four songs ready for next time yeah you know mm. so yeah. it was so fucking prolific it still is yeah know? yeah it's a good style to the band as well, like, you know, and a testament to you guys as well in regards to the way you record. Nihilistic Stoner Hymns, I think that perfectly describes your band. Um, it, it's a great album title as well. Really playful on the... Uh, on those little words there. Nihilistic Stoner and Hymns. I, I think that sums up aptly what your band's representation kind of is for the music on that album. You know, it it is a very awesome um, album title. Now, I want to play a little game with you guys in regards to... Uh, <laughs> I want to play a little game with you, with you guys. It's called uh, Cannabis Strain or Band Name. So, you guys keen to test your knowledge on this one? Sure. Test our memory. <laughs> That's all right. I mixed and matched them like I said I would. <laughs> so, Platinum Ghost People. Do you reckon it's a band name or a cannabis strain? Band. I'm going with whatever Jam says. I'm going yeah. Band. I'm going to go with yeah. 
band. Band name? We've got Cannabis Strain for Platinum Ghost. Hey, at the, at the end of the day, you've got like a 50 50 chance. <laughs> I can't even learn. <laughs> I never learned to read. Sorry. Yeah. Devastation Wagon. Band. 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, band, band. You are correct. It is a oh, band okay. name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sour Tsunami. Ooh, weed. That's got to be weed. <laughs> weed. <laughs> you guys are all on top of that. 100%. Kind of strain. It's <laughs> a great weed name. Yeah. yeah, how does it taste like? Oh, mate, it's like a sour tsunami just hitting you from the front, you know? Gushes in your mouth. Oh, behave. It's like a 15-meter tidal wave hitting you of THC, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the Mile High Super Sloth. Bam. Whoa, that was... That was Whoa. <laughs> best, best name for the band. <laughs> that was very confident. Band, band, band. Band. band name, you are 100% right there. <laughs> Accidental Tourist. Yeah, weed, I'd say. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Accidental Tourist is a cannabis strain. That's got to come from something like Amsterdam, surely. Oh, I don't sure. know. Yeah, because I was an accidental tourist. <laughs> 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 made fun of me. <laughs> No, no, not at all. Bright blue gorilla. That can go either way. Band. I'm going band. Band. You are indeed correct. That is a band name. (laughs) And last one, Afghan Haze. All of the above. Never heard of them. (laughs) <laughs> All the above, indeed, indeed. <laughs> Hell yeah. There we go again. <laughs> Hallucinations of a Heretic is your Sophomore album, and I would like to break down this album track by track with you guys. It opens up with the uh, song Pushing Up Daisies, which uses a lot of samples and voices and various speeches. I think most noticeably I had uh, Charles Manson down there. Run us through the madness of this uh, opening track. Uh, the opening track was pretty much just a, it was a quick jam. Like we needed another song, so we made up an intro real quick. Uh, it's kind of got an old school hardcore feel to it, like an integrity feel to it. Mm. Uh, kind of a spontaneous just jam. Like I just kept playing actually the same riff over and over. The drummer was jam we did. Yeah. You know, like there was no real like words to it. Well, there is. There's two serial killers talking about killing people. Those well, are there worse. wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's like just a cool jam. And like, yeah, it became our uh, intro. Yeah, Ed Kemper talking over it, and then a uh, little Charles Manson talking about taking drugs and stuff. So, yeah, man. I love yeah. serial killer stuff and samples, so that's why we went with that. Yeah, I mean, beginning of it too, so. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, it was great out of the gates here, and Randall's drums just pounding the skin there and just kicking ass. And oh, hell yeah. per- 
a perfect start to the album, really. I thoroughly enjoyed that little thing. The next track we have on your album is Satan Ripper. Uh, don't know if you guys are aware, but it actually made my honorable mentions in my top 10 songs of 2022, very late entry to the list. But thank you, thank you, sir. Absolute killer track from the uh, album. Thank Run you, us man. through this one here, because it kicks up the pace, certainly, doesn't it? That's pretty much the first song that we came up with for the new album. I came up with the idea for it, watched the movie Hatchet with some my wife, the serial killer, serial killer, Jesus Christ, I'm buzzed for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror movie I was watching, and I just was watching it and just kind of started writing lyrics to it and had an idea, brought the, brought the riffs and whatever to the band, and they built off it, and they made it into just a fucking intense song. Again, I didn't think anyone really was going to like it in the band because it's different from what we normally come up with, but, you know, he sang his fucking voice off, and Derek played some fucking badass bass line, Randy kicked off the fucking badass drums, and... Hell yeah. It, it was, and, you know, I, I'm I'm happy with it. I like, I'm it glad people really like it. It started the initial riff and, like, just became something else. And yeah. Some- when we don't play it for a while, we'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. How do we play that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah, be proud of yourselves on that song. It is a fucking kick-ass song. Like, mad pump-up. I mean, I'm going to go to the gym later today, and I'm going to be listening to Satan Ripper while doing reps, you know? Like... Hellajuana, I mispronounce this name all the time, Heliwana, Heliwana, there we go, (laughs) is the following track. Mixture of um, two words there. Run us through the uh, track on this one. Uh, That one starts off the Manson girls kind of singing their sweet little voices off in the beginning there. Mm. Uh, uh, Combine the name, you know, marijuana and some Satan references there. So you got Heliwana and... I don't know, man. Kind of trying to make a little psychedelic sound. Got a little punk riff in there in the middle, which normally isn't what we normally kind of do, but it just sounded badass. We kind of went with it, and then, I don't know, pretty much about it. I mean, Mel, what are you sing about on that fine tune there? Satan and weed. That's pretty much our whole Satan and weed, the two best combinations in the world. To my untrained ear, I mean, I was listening to that intro piece there, and it almost sounded like Land of the Free for a moment. But you were saying how it's um, recordings of the Manson uh, ladies in particular. I might have been just the mix that I was hearing, but I mean, that is just interesting, you know. Yeah. Being a non, being a non-American, obviously, I know uh, of the song, but yeah, when you mentioned obviously, there's the Manson. Nothing to do with that. Just yeah. colors. Just killers. Yeah, Just much, killers. Before doing this album, like, uh, me and Randy were huge in trying to get, like, samples into this thing. And mm. I sat there for, like, I don't know, too long. Listen to serial killer stuff, Manson Girls, Charles, you know, Ed Kemper stuff, weird mm. creature stuff, uh, Joel Rifkin stuff. I think that's Ed and Jinhor. And mm. just horror movie stuff over and over and over and try to find good pieces. And I just thought it sounded pretty cool. So kind of just went with that. Yeah, no, it plays well into this. You guys have edited very well on there. 
the up. following track is Occupants of the Underworld. <clears throat> Damn. Run us through on this one, because that is a mean title. Uh, thank you. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, go. Ah, Corey, it's all mine. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. It starts off with uh, the Exorcist sample in the beginning there, real quick. Yes. Uh, me and Randy, again, uh, pretty much me and Randy, we kind of come up with a lot of the ideas and then build off that. Eric played his badass bass line and stuff. Melon could put vocals on stuff. But that song, I think, like, Randy was really into getting into Dark Throne, getting me into Dark Throne. That's mm. where it kind of has that dark, uh, black metal feel to it. He came up with the song title for that one. Um, I don't know. That's mentioned. That, that, that album was conceived, like, during COVID. We were all mm. kind of apart from each other. Then we got to be back together. Mm. Actually... Yeah, we always congregate here, you know? Yeah. But, like, you know, it's, it's very dark. Like, somebody just being dragged through the mud. Yeah. Oh, that was the theme. Yeah. That was the whole theme of everything. Yeah. This yeah. Al- this album, I wanted every- I wanted it to feel like a body was being drugged through the mud. Like, ah, uh, yeah. It was pretty much... Wanted- I wanted to start it off, like, person felt like they were dying, being dragged through the mud struggling to survive and then at the end yeah, you were just never fucked. quite got there. yeah never quite got there. Like, you know. yeah like kept, kept going there's somewhat of a theme to both albums but yeah that's what this i wanted this to feel like disgusting and well they're fairly loose themes but we, we have an idea of a sound you know what i mean like yeah i get what you mean they're yeah. not like distinct like we need to do this but they're rough ideas of like this is how it should sound yeah everything's found yeah. in waves so it should be like waves kind of thing so it's, i don't know to me that makes sense i don't know no that that makes perfect sense to me man like there's a lot of artists who come in with an idea and like they'll just do that on the album they'll They've got the idea in their mind. While it may not be entirely at the forefront of the record, I should say, um, it, it's there in the background. So 100%, I feel that. Now I'm thinking about it like you just said then and playing back the track in my head. It, it does aptly describe, like... Uh, sorry, it, it does aptly feel, I should say. Like, yes, you're kind of dragging through the mud in this nihilistic kind of method almost. Nice. Good. Someone feels it. Please. <laughs> I feel the vibes, hey, man. I'll be. That's it. That's it. Satan, Satan, Satan! By the glory of Satan, everybody. We will. <laughs> the uh, closing track for the album, Jin Haw. Now, I might have been reading into this. For some reason, I kind of was feeling like this would might have been a reference to, um, um, like, sorry, the British serial killer back in, like, the age, Jack the Ripper. For some reason, I thought Jin Hall was along those lines, but that doesn't seem to be the case on this album. What, what's the story behind this one? It's a southern thing. I, I lived in the south for a long time, and uh, everywhere you went, there was uh, like abandoned, beautiful, like Victorian or 1900s homes 
They're decrepit on the sides of the roads. Wow. And no one used them. Everyone would just put like a single wide trailer right next to it. They would just buy to get property and forget about the house. And all those homes were used by just basically, you know, alcoholics and Whores. drug addicts. Whores, are you trying to say? <laughs> People would just go in there and party all the time. And there would always be like this trail of gin bottles to the, that was the cheapest alcohol apparently, I guess. And there'd be a trail of alcohol bottles, empty alcohol bottles to every abandoned home in the middle of nowhere in all the South that was overgrown by ivy and shit. And then, you know, it's just, the title is essentially game. I mean, it was about that, but the title came from, you know, we were Mary the Village yeah. Horror. It was originally called Mary the Village Horror, but I thought that but was I, a bit too much. And yeah. I, I brought up Jim Horror, and and Randy was our our ex drummer. Not because of, he left, but because he passed. But mm. he uh, had an ex girlfriend that was a uh, was a Jim Horror. Horror. She's a fucking dog. <laughs> she was a Jim Horror. So, so like, instead of calling near the Village Horror, it said Jim Horror. It said, "Fuck yeah, that fucking works perfect." <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a little bit more straightforward, and I think that works. Yeah, it kind of also fits with the uh, little sample in the middle or the beginning from uh, I think it was Joel Rifkin actually. Now that I'm kind of thinking about it, I think it was Joel Rifkin. Joel but Rifkin, right on. Right on. It, I think that's who it was. And again, I, yeah. I thought that was fucking hilarious. You know, no, <laughs> sorry if that offends anybody, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. I played for my wife; she thought it was hilarious. So I said, "We're rolling with that." Yeah. <laughs> and nice. that's, the Almighty Jin Horror, which is a little bit of a psychedelic song into a nice heavy blend. Yeah, hundred percent, man. It's yeah. a great closer to the album as well, guys. Fantastic Thanks. work on that little part on Thanks. that. Cheers. Now, when you come up to this album, guys, obviously you're your own style. Um, there is no one band that will influence the sound. You go with the flow. But what music were you guys listening to around about this time? Just a moment. I was really delving into modern stuff at this time. Like uh, anybody I could find. Uh, I, like, I referenced Rob Hammer constantly putting up new shit. Mm. I love that. And uh, some of the stuff that people were, uh, I wasn't really familiar with, like, I Hate God and stuff, and that's who people were comparing us to. And uh, mm. I really liked it. I don't know that we sound like that. but It's a good uh, comparison to have, isn't it? But a lot of new stuff, you know, and... Uh, we're all eclectic. I like a lot of different shit, but really, I, I, I loved delving into all the new stuff from our genre, I guess, if you call it. Eric, what do you listen to? What influenced you? Gosh, it's like whatever like the flavor of the day is. Like I think like around that time, 
<laughs> He's got the pinwheel of artists that listens to. Yeah, I don't know. I like bass-driven stuff, like evidently. Oh um, yeah. A lot of black, uh, black metal and nineties hip hop. Nineties hip hop. Just that. Like, I, 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 I love my nineties like, hip hop. Like, all sure, of my friends like is. send me like shit to listen to, and I listen to all of it. You know, <laughs> it was all over the place. No, it's it's a great way. I mean, you gotta you gotta appreciate all genres, you know. I mean, I can definitely hear the Wu Tang Clan on this album for sure. Well, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. I I listen to a lot of like Cleveland hardcore, a lot of Ringworm, a lot of Integrity. Uh, Integrity is probably one of my favorite hardcore bands of all time. Uh, a lot of Bolt Thrower. I listen to a lot of Funkadelic. I listen to a lot of like oh, yeah. general, anyways. So um, I I don't know. I mean. I don't want to say those are like my influences, but I mean, I listen to that shit a lot. Uh, Grave, I listen to a lot of Grave, Obituary, shit like that. Mm. Wu Tang. <laughs> Hell <Nah>. yeah. <laughs> Biggie, those are my influences also. Like shit like that, man. I mean, again, we don't really try to sound like anything or write anything in particular. It's just we jam stuff. So mm-hmm. that's not like particular, like, I don't know, like, Jinhor occupants, tickle me there. It's all right. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it, all this. All like you'll start playing like a black metal riff, then it goes into hardcore riff, then it goes into a fucking, you know, a regular sludgy I hate God kind of riff. It's, it's yeah, man. It's it, just all just based on feel and where we just go from there. It's yeah. I, I it's listen a, to all shit. I, I'm I'm yeah. very very open to music. I love yeah I just, all kinds of music, man. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, it's it's like a perfect blend of um, various music styles. I can hear that all in the album. I can hear all these styles, and I'm going, okay, there's a fantastic, you know, from you know Satan Ripper that feels like some high on fire shit right there, to all the way to Jin on you know Jin Hall with that psychedelic vibes and everything. You guys blend so many styles so well together. It's incredible. Just now, a great match. Yeah, it's like lightning in a bottle, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's a perfect testament, like I was saying before, um, where you guys can just get together and jam. Like, it's perfect the way that you guys can manage to do that. Mm. Testament to your band, right there, guys. Yeah. Now, is is there some upcoming concerts uh, that we can catch Afghan Hayes at? March 25th, we're playing at the cellar with uh, Indus Valley Kings and Pig Farm. And shit, I can't remember the other band. Civil so, Blood. Who is it? Civil Blood. Civil Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had a better memory. Uh, yeah. In May, we're playing at Cherry Street. That's a whole like Connecticut band thing. Uh, then we got, let's see, the 20th of May, we're playing with Murder Monday. Murder Monday. Murder That's Monday. a cool name. Deathcore band, Backyard Next Door Neighbors. Great fucking band. Check them out. Uh, Eyes of Thea. Hail Satan again. And uh, who the hell is playing that? I can't remember. 
that's pretty much about it. We only have a few shows kind of lined up right now. We don't play that many shows. Just jam and make music. But, no, that's perfect at the moment. But guys, if you were watching this show and you were from Connecticut, I highly recommend that you go see Afghan Hayes as soon as you can. Because they're a band that'll blow your bloody socks off. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Don't forget, they'll be Halloween Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Satan and weed, brothers. Satan and weed. <laughs> Who's Satan and weed? Rethinking your life, that's it. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode. Everyone, take it easy. Keep on working on. (laughs)